Good morning. Welcome back. Episode number 81 of the Honeycut Scenario. My little coffee podcast with friends. I hope you're having coffee or whatever you're drinking, and it's good, and you're hydrating, and you're rested, and you're being good to yourself. I have had my coffee already. Um, it is rainy here on the Outer Banks of North Carolina, where I am located. Rain came in last night. I was driving home from Washington, D.C. after a very successful sold-out night at the 930 Club, uh, playing in the band Everything. Also sharing the stage with the band Emmett Swimming, who did a great job. It was a very powerful night. Um, the 930 Club is a legendary club, for those of you who don't know it. I am from the D.C. area, and I remember going to the original 930 Club, which held like 250 people back in the 80s. And you could see all of the progressive bands that were coming up. And you could participate in a burgeoning music scene. And 930 Club became so legendary because uh, they broke so many acts in the area that they turned the 930 Club in the late 90s into a 1,200-seat venue. And now they have uh, expanded into other bigger venues around DC. So they're proper, they're a proper thing. Uh, so it was nice to be back there. I was so grateful for every single person who came out. Uh, there were some really great old school, everything fans. There were people who know the band. Uh, we played in front of people who had never seen us before, who were Emmett swimming fans. So welcome aboard to those of you who just saw us for the first time. Um, we had a great six piece band. We had a, that, Broke out into horn sections. It was awesome. And on top of that, I was really blown away with some old friends who came to see us. People who flew in from around the country, who we've known forever, and you know who you are. Um, and some friends who were local, who are really close with us as well. And I'm so overwhelmed with the familial vibes that uh, I can just only express deep gratitude for the experience and... As we all emerge into this new world of change coming out of the pandemic and weird politics and all of those things um, and the turning of time, it's so important to celebrate those really deep connections that maybe are easy to take for granted in this world. And once again, finding commonality through music is so incredibly powerful. Um. Woo, take a breath on that one. You can tell I have that post-show deep voice playing after connectivity. Um, you know, it's interesting. I wasn't sure what I was going to talk about today, so we're going to keep it light. Uh, the little chords I played at the beginning of the podcast are from a song from one of the old Everything albums called Ladybug. And it's interesting because my last podcast, I talked about the power of inklings and sort of stalking out uh, how you approach a song and how the song People Are Moving came from a bass line I was humming in my head. And I never really thought about writing from the bass line advantage point or vantage point. Our original bass player, David Slankard, uh, one of his superpowers was playing the dub bass line over and over again, right? So just keeping something very stable. Stable. And he started to write these bass lines, right? So as a songwriter myself, having that input was a little bit confusing at first because I'm like, oh, man, I'm not in control of the writing process. I need to figure out how do I write with this circumstance. And 
Uh, he wrote this bass line, boom, 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 and it was a cool bass line. We were grooving with it, and we had this thing going on. So we were all living out in Woodville, Virginia, in a farmhouse that was built in the 1920s. We were renting from a company that owned 10,000 acres of Piedmont, and they had bought up all these old estate houses, and they were running cattle on this land. So we rented one of these houses, and we were all living there. Six band members, at first Randy, our manager, uh, and Ryan, our sound guy, and then eventually Pete, our merch guy, or our stage guy. And so we had this band house, and the band house was on 2,000 acres of rolling land with cows on it. Uh, we used to have these really amazing parties there. And uh, out front was uh, a giant hedgerow in front of the house. And there was a sidewalk that came right out of the front of the house into that hedgerow. So it was like kind of old stuff. And what happened was the hedgerow kind of curved around. So the sidewalk and that hedgerow made it a perfect size wiffle ball field. So you could stand like right at the corner of the sidewalk in the house as home plate and if you got a good connect with the ball, you could knock it out over the hedgerow, right? Like you really had to get a good – it was a perfect size, right? If you hit a home run, you hit a home run. It was well-earned. And we used to uh, play wiffle ball there all the time. And it was a, such a blast. And when we did the original Hooch video, it was shot out in Rappahannock County where we were living in Woodville. And there's a scene uh, where – uh, our sound man, Ryan Nichols, uh, was playing wiffle ball. And I was thinking about this as we were playing Ladybug uh, at the 930 Club because quietly Ladybug, this song, uh, has become this like weird cult hit with everything fans. Like people love it. And, you know, and it's really written about spring and being outside and being in the sun and just sort of like the courtship ritual of spring like there's an innocence to it just hanging out in the park and that's that wasn't really my vibe so I was really experimenting with how to write over top of a baseline and it taught me a lot because it's like oh wow you can just have this amazing experience you know collaborating and finding different ways of being creative and it's interesting because that song as of late has had this really amazing pocket to it right it's it's got a groove it's got the right amount of energy and so it's really matured nicely um and it's great because ryan nichols who uh is currently the head of production for the band switchfoot uh came to our show and he hadn't seen us in forever and it was so great to see ryan because he's one of the great characters in life like he's so solid and talented and it was so wonderful to see him and the fact that he flew from los angeles as he's about to get ready to go on tour with switchfoot to like new zealand um is unbelievable that that gesture happened and i'm super grateful for that that ryan came and saw us that we got to play the ladybug um, that was a reminder that creativity happens from so many different vantage points and that sometimes, you know, when you have a thing and you do a, something a certain way that it's okay to uh, change it up and to be experimental and to try to learn and to be flexible in that kind of a process because it's going to give you a new skill set that's going to create a much larger palette for you to choose from in terms of your colors to paint in the world. 
What's up with that? I love it. So that's my little anecdote for the day. Be good to yourself. Uh, I'll talk to you again tomorrow. Little ladybug. Boom, you smack me Like a crack of a plastic bag From a simple, silly game we used to play It's alright, it's okay It's the cool things that you like to say On a summer Sunday afternoon Yeah, yeah You're coolin', coolin', coolin' In the night When you look the way you do You're moving slowly, slowly In tonight And I'd like to say now Ladybug, ladybug, ladybug You're glowing now Ladybug, ladybug, ladybug I'm knowing you Ladybug, ladybug, ladybug You're easy Ladybug, 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 I'm easy, I'm easy too. Not bad for a morning voice post-show. Later, y'all.